This show was made at Access Radio Taranaki in New Plymouth, thanks to New Zealand On Air. For more local content, search for accessradiotaranaki.com. Kia ora, my name's Rex Lovegrove. And welcome to Colours of the Heart, looking at life's challenges from a place of presence and compassion. Imagine there's no heaven. Hey, welcome forward to Colours of the Heart. Hey, and I need to give Access Radio a big rap in relation to providing once again the platform for me to voice that and interview those that voice that they're compassionate about. Love your whanau, love you. And Kiwi Bike, thank you for your financial support. Love you, love you, love you. I've got Hayden Griffiths in the house. And now Hayden and a good mate of his has just delivered a corridor in relation to um, mental health and safety, mental health and safety whanau, and he belongs to mates in construction. And what's really alarming is that the construction industry are having suicides that are topping any, everybody else. Hey, it's a race. We really don't want to win. So, brother, welcome to the show. Come on, man. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's, it's a pleasure to be able to speak, speak here today and have this corridor. Well, you spoke really well and you shared some of your personal um, um, background and, and maybe you will touch on that in a moment. But what I'd what I'd like to to touch base in is what what's what's this all about, bro? What's your what's your fakado? Yeah, so I mean, man, I've, I've been with mates for probably six months now. Um, our, our plan is to to get two hundred ninety thousand people employed in and around construction uh, into uh, inducted through our program through our general awareness trainings, which is what you've been through today. Mm. Um, to hopefully you know create a general awareness on sites and in the workplace about the, the struggles that construction workers are facing at the moment. Um, you know, being the leading industry in Aotearoa for, for suicide, um, we've got to do something about it and that's what we're here to do as a charity, um, doing the best that we can with 18 of us field officers around the country. So look man, we, we are passionate about what we're doing. And, and you know, you touched on on me talking about my experience, and and that's something that I'm hugely passionate about is you know allowing others to find their story and, and mine, and and hopefully I can connect them with uh, connect with them on that front. Um, but ultimately, having that awareness and then providing them with fundamental tools to not only know how to support themselves, uh, but also you know to help their their mates on the work sites, also out in the community, you know, with their whanau, with their friends, with their sport groups, with their church groups. And ultimately, then that impacts the communities around Aotearoa as a whole, not just within this industry. So we're passionate about what we're doing, man, and we're doing the best that we can with what we've got. And, and yeah, really grateful for this opportunity. Oh, mate, you're oozing compassion and enthusiasm. I can, I can see Jeez. it. I can see it. <laughs> well, you, you fire away, my brother. Oh, awesome. awesome. Um, so what's the, the, the fundamental values? What's the structure of your program? Because you obviously have a philosophy. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, it's 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 mates mates looking after each other, and as a result of 
of ultimately working together, we are stronger together. Mm. And you know, that's not just within our industry. This ethos applies to, like I said before, branching these um, communities into into support as well. And you know, these workers, they often know their, their you know, mates to the left and right of them more so than they do than with their whanau from time to time, just because you, know, you guys are working and we are working big hours, you know, many days a week. What we're trying to encourage is for them to not only look after the team at the work site, but also bring it home. Mm. And, and you know, through that, hopefully we can then start to impact the lives of people right across the board. But ultimately, one of the barriers that we face is, is if you are struggling, it, in terms of my life, and I'll relate it back to my story because that's all I know, my experience is my experience only, it was hard for me to know first of all what was going on for myself with my depression two years worth of struggle and not understanding what that meant or what that was at a young age when i was 18 and then second of all once i caught on to it it's then going well how do i get help and who's out there what's involved all of these things start to stop you from getting the help for me it wasn't until i actually started to share what i was going through take take that courage to my whanau first and then go hang on something's not right with me and they go wow Thank you for telling us like yeah we understand that there is a change of your behavior You've, we've noticed things in yourself but um for me i had to take that courage for myself which was tough if they had reached out to me or if if some of my mates had reached out to me directly it would have shaved so many years off my journey um, so that's what we are trying to encourage is it's sometimes hard to start these conversations for ourselves but if our mates are there and they ask that and they start that conversation for us there may be an opportunity for, for that conversation to branch out and to, I actually need some help for myself. Yeah, beautiful, beautiful, yeah, my yeah. mate. And so if, if an organisation or an individual wanted to contact you guys, reach out, yep. how would they do that, bro? Call, call us, 0800 315. Um, throughout the day, you talk to one of our field officers directly, um, one of our 18 field officers. Uh, overnight, it goes through to the crisis helpline. Um, and then if it's if it's an imminent threat, then then they'll work with them. If not, then they'll um, they'll work through the process, and then we'll follow up with them as soon as we can. So, um, reach out, reach out. Yep, absolutely. Well, I love the idea that you your your structure is around mates helping mates, but mm. you also got some professional people in your corner yep. too, mate. Could absolutely. You, you want to talk about that? Yeah. So so you know, I'm not a counsellor, I'm not a psychologist. I have no background in this. Um, working as a residential youth worker, I've 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 worked with youth all my life as well. Um, but ultimately, I'm just someone with lived experience, trained in this um, in this field of suicide prevention through um, a company called Living Works. Within our organisation, we have a case management team. Um, so these are the people that hold degrees in various forms, like social working, like psychology, all that kind of stuff. If we have someone that, that is in need of support out there in the community, what we'll do is we'll um, get them through to our case managers. They'll work with that individual, provide them ongoing support, while they then connect them to help in the, in the community. And so what that difference looks like, for me and my story, I had to go from a place of struggle to a place of help, pretty much all by myself and isolated with mates. You know, our, our program works if, if an individual is struggling, um, you know, the team like your team here at TCM um, know how to spot the invitations of when someone's struggling. You have that question for them, you ask them what's going on using those invitations. If they're then struggling, you reach out to the next point mm. of call, which is the connector. Connector will know how to keep a person safe and then connect them to us here at Mates. That's likely to be calling us field officers. And then through that, if a person needs that help, we talk to our case managers, they'll get in contact with this individual. 
work with them on an ongoing basis until that professional help is there. And the difference is going from my story where I was isolated to that person in the construction industry being supported fully throughout their, their journey of um, struggle to professional help. Oh, beautiful, yeah. mate. And your mate, Graham, was like, Graham, Graham yeah, yeah, wow. Yeah. It was yeah. really interesting because my role here at TCM is to just notice that that you just noted. Yep. And he asked me, you know, like, and, and, and appropriately too, asked me what sort of support was I getting. And I and I love that networking associated with mm. uffing and, and taking notice of yes. one another. Yeah, yep. It's very much the backbone <laughs> of your organisation, yeah. isn't it, my brother? So what do you do? Well, who do you have? Well, what I've, are the things that you do to switch off? Well, hey, good question. I have, um, I have a, a range of skills, but I have... Um, um, an extension associated with a mental program that I'm part of, awesome. which helps to recalibrate that that needs to be recalibrated. Yep. Um, so thank you for caring, my bro. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and again, it's really interesting um, based on the natural vibe that I'm getting off you is that you genuinely care. Oh, and, I, and I think this is the pulse of your organisation. You guys actually care simply because you've gone through the dark night of the soul. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, beautiful. Look, you couldn't do this work without that passion. Um, it would drain you. It, yeah. would, it, yeah. it would really, really um, make you struggle if you weren't passionate about what you're doing. So all of our field officers right across the board have been through a place of struggle or they know of it or they've been mm. impacted before. And as a result of that, we can then turn it into a positive by hopefully making a difference. And, yeah. you know, if I'm talking to an audience of 100 people, I'm hoping that I can connect with one person yes. at least. You know, yes. If yes. I can help one person, that's my job started. Um, not ended, but yeah. um, I wanted to touch on your, your youth working. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to throw the question back to you. Because yeah, right, right. <laughs> I'm very passionate about specifically working with youth. I, I, I love working with people yeah, and, yeah. and I, I want to make a difference, however, but um, you know, through my experience with working with youth and seeing, seeing them in a place of struggle and going back to my old college and, mm-hmm. and hearing how year sevens, you know, year, t- year ten-year-olds are coming into school talking about anxiety and stuff. I, I, I. to hear your perspective on it. Wow, man, we could, we could, we could, we could, we could court it all for a long time. Because I might have to delay my trip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, the obvious is to, to, to listen. Yes. Um, what I found with youth is that once you engage them in an interest that they have, awesome. when you engage them with an interest and you take genuine interest, yep. it's like when someone has a happy button. Yep. If you press it multiple times, you're going to create what we call whakawhanaungatanga, building trust and rapport. And you, if you're consistent in that, yep. there's a doorway to expand communication. And so that's that's my whakaro around that. It's a lot Lot broader than that, of mm. course. Mm. But, hey, hey, we've got we've got, we've got moments in relation to a subject that could take hours. Absolutely, yeah. Hours. And you, you need that time to be able to get into like the actual depths. Oh, oh. Um, a big, a big um, kind of area of, of our work is focused within our twenty to twenty-four year olds, um, very much specific um, as they are the, the leading demographic of people, unfortunately, taking their lives. Um, and myself as a 24 year old, you know, I still very much fit within this age bracket, oh, but I've also yeah. lost too many people in this age, age category to, to, um, suicide. And it's, it's tough. But the thing is, is, you know, if we're not talking about this stuff in a safe space and in yeah. a safe way, mm. um, you know, these conversations will, will happen outside of this. And, and it's just about educating people in the right way, what it means to, to be going through this and, and to struggle with thoughts. But ultimately, giving them the tools of going, 
you don't have to be in this way if you can just talk to someone that you trust the most important thing is telling someone that you trust yeah Absolutely. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Whānau, you with colours of the heart. And if you haven't been told today, let me be the first. You are cared for. Kia ora. to sing out a key Oh baby how Kia ora whānau, welcome forward to Colours of the Heart. Hey, look, I, the nature of the program, we've had the odd hiccup in. <laughs> but from where I'm sitting in relation to the juiciness of the subject, and when I say juiciness, I'm being really um, sensitive in regard to the sensitive nature of the subject. And I um, need to make it really clear that what we're talking about may not be everyone's cup of tea, but I think it's important that it's been expressed, especially to those that are in a place of struggle. And mm. mate, you said, you know, you said in between um, drinks that that uh, you've struggled. And would you like to talk a little bit about that? Yeah, yeah. Awesome. I'll be I'll be very grateful for that opportunity. Um, yeah, I mean, my so twenty as a twenty four year old now. Um, you know, I, I first noticed that I was starting to struggle when I was probably around nineteen. Uh, but I've been going through what what I didn't know at the time, but what I know now is depression and anxiety for probably two years prior than that. So um, probably at the end age of 17, coming in 18, you know, year 13 um, in college. And uh, well, I went to a college where university was seen as that was how you became a successful person in life. And if you didn't go to university, then you know, you're on your own, figure it out. And you know, for me, I felt unsuccessful. 
And uh, I, I remember sitting in the library having universities come in and <clears throat> encouraging us to write down our topics that we would do at uni and the points that we offer. That meant nothing to me. I wasn't passionate about any of that. And I always said that I would go to uni if, if I was hugely passionate, but at that time and moment, man, as, a, as an 18-year-old, not knowing anything about life or where I wanted to go, the thought of going to university was a very scary thought because I, I wasn't passionate about anything at that stage. So, you know, come out of school, I, I don't go to uni, I see all my mates go off and they're all doing their bits and pieces and, and I felt unsuccessful. Living at home still, in a rut, starting to struggle and, and didn't know it. So I started to thrash my body, you know, I was running all the time and, uh, to the point where it was actually um, buggering me up. Um, and then, you know, met some incredible people along the way who allowed me to actually get out of um, living at home and moved into the city and it opened up a whole new perspective in life of going, um, I, I have independence, which I think as a young person is, is key um, to a point. But, you know, in terms of that and going to, to parties and things like that and, you know, seeing other people and being introduced to new new walks of life. And um, I then started to mask my pain with with using um, cannabis and just started to, to smoke heaps of it and, and using it a lot to the point where it was it was devastating, not devastating, but had a had a negative impact on my life in the long run in terms of I fell into a massive hole while there. Uh, it was it was tough. I used it for a long time um, because ultimately I was just wanting an escape from my issues and my problems. Um, you know, in this time, um, I had a, a viral infection which attacked the median nerve of my arm. So from the from the shoulder all the way to the tip of my you know, middle finger, so pretty much my whole left arm, uh, I lost complete feeling in, can complete control in. I couldn't pick up a pen, let alone a, a glass of water. Um, you know, I lost my job as a, as a um, photo editor because I couldn't use a laptop, I couldn't type. Um, and then I went on a disability benefit which gave me like a hundred bucks a week. And so you know, very little money living out of home. Um, luckily come from a very supportive family, but you know, there was that. And then I had to have hip surgery and that ruled me out of going for walks, which was my escape, uh, my other escape. Um, you know, connecting with nature was it, was and still is very much huge for me right now. Um, and then you know, having to be on crutches and sit inside, I just struggled with that completely. So my addiction then got quite out of hand. Um, I couldn't do anything. I was sitting on the couch, you know, trying to escape and you know, thinking about my problems and it just spiraled out. And ultimately um, I was at work one day and um, I got a call from, from my from my mum saying that a family member of mine had actually attempted suicide before and it put a complete stop on everything. I, I remember standing there in complete silence, crying, going, holy shit, I haven't been there for this person. Like, what am I doing? And it became, I became feeling like I was very selfish in what I was doing because I was so wrapped up in my journey that I couldn't be there for them. And uh, I remember this feeling coming over me of going, Hayden, you've, you are struggling, you know, but you need to be there for this person. And I said, I remember going, that was the, you know, the turning point for me of going, hurry up, I need to get myself right. I need to work on myself so that I can be there for this person in my life. And it was tough. It was not easy at all. I didn't know how to get help. I didn't know what that meant. I didn't even know I was struggling for two years until that, that moment. And uh, 
ultimately reached out to my whanau, who was incredibly supportive, helped me get to the doctor, um, you know, prescribing me a piece of paper saying meditation, scrumble that, scrunch that up, give me the pills. That didn't help for months and months and months, almost a year. So counseling was my thing. And, and while my counselor absolutely saved my life. Um, brother, I, I have to acknowledge you and your courage Thank in you. relation to a dark, dark time. Um, some of us don't make it. And that's part of the reason why this uh, program, uh, Mates in Construction, mm. was formed. Yep. And you and Graham, yep, correct, Graham. Uh, are very passionate. You speak really, really well. And so um, you made reference that um, the, the, the level of suicide is really high in this industry. Mm -hmm. Is there a particular reason for that? What's your thinking on that, bro? I think, I think it's just stress. Uh, yeah, it's, we underestimate the power of stress and you know, we, we talk about when we're going through things at home and then we come to work and we're going through things at work, you know, it's, it's hard to switch off between the two places. So we often, you know, bring, it, bring our work home, which only adds to our stress there, or we may be going through things at home that are, that are tough and, and whatnot, and then you come to work and they're just piling up and piling up and piling up and our, our things that are going on in our life start to pile up and if we don't talk to anyone yep. you know, unfortunately there has to be a tipping point which is often anger first and then um you know we're hoping that through our inductions if people are spotting that someone is angry all of a sudden we're hoping that you know the 10 seconds of courage it takes to step into someone's world and ask them how they are you know 10 seconds of courage for a mate to go in and step in and go man what's going on are you okay because if we're seeing anger, there's a good chance that, that person isn't handling what they're going through in their life. Uh, yeah. Totally took all that. No, and with the work that I've done over the years, what I've noticed is that anger is a secondary emotion. Mm -hmm. It's normally um, um, based around fear or sadness, mm -hmm. grief associated with loss, associated yeah. with the very topic that we're talking about. Mm -hmm. Hey, brother, you're just an angel warrior as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> I'm just I'm just a normal person with lived experience of this, and I understand what it's like to struggle, and that's that's why I do this, mate. Well, a, a enormous a, a normal person with enormous heart. <laughs> oh man, oh, I appreciate you saying. That. Oh, hey, mate, you 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 you're easy to converse with, and so, um, you did make mention at the start. Um, if someone wanted to contact you or a group mm. wanted to contact you guys, but could you relay that information again? Because yeah. I think it's just so important. Bro. Yeah, so so while our focus is on construction, you know, we've got our 0800 number, which you know, we're not going to turn away anyone. So 0800 315. Um, you know, it's available to construction workers, it's available to your whanau. Um, you know, if we don't hear from you, we don't know how to support you. And so you know, taking that vulnerability and look, I, I say there is more strength in your vulnerability. You know, it's not weak to speak, and in, importantly, it's actually strong to speak to show to to show that vulnerability mm -hmm. and, and um, take action for for what you're going through. And as soon as you do, you'll realise how much support is actually out there. Yeah. So, yeah, we're, we're available twenty four seven. Um, you know, one seven three seven, an alternative helpline, national helpline. Um, you've got youth line. You've got all these different services which exist out there. But you know, if, if, if no one's hearing from you, we just don't know how to support you. So please find in any way you can, speak to someone you trust and, and ultimately um, start that journey for yourself because you know, the biggest thing that stopped me from getting help was um, I don't want to feel like a burden. I don't want to burden anyone else about my problems or what I was going through. But as soon as I got over that hurdle for myself, you know, my whanau and my support network were going, hang on a second, why didn't you tell us earlier? 
we're only too happy to help and importantly we want to get you to that help mm. um and and yeah i mean through the way i've learned tools to be able to help myself as well oh beautiful and what i've learned through my own personal um journey is mm. that for, forever when, whenever you get a no you're just getting closer to a yes yeah, yeah, uh, yeah so, absolutely so if somebody's not an, uh, available to you ask somebody else ask somebody else yeah. ask somebody else you will hit the balls yeah, yeah you will hit the balls that's all yeah all right. <laughs> and how long have you been doing this mahi for my bro so graham and i um covid kind of held our um, opportunity to expand out, out throughout the country so graham and i've been working in the space for about six months mm. um and we've been truly truly blessed with so many opportunities and so many people to talk to mm. um it really shows the importance of having these conversations oh, we've been so well received in this industry oh brilliant yeah. brilliant yeah. brilliant hey look and then whilst i'm feeling it um tcm um thank you so much Mm, my employers for 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 for, yeah. for providing two well, that's so how we connected oh, wait, oh, wait, oh, wait, oh. <laughs> for providing a platform where two soulful souls can enter this this realm called the building industry mate and i just wanted to give you mate graham a bit of a bit of a um loving nudge he, he came to me because part of my role here at tcm is to to offer guys to register some of the um indifferences mm. the moods swings that you referenced the anger changes behavior i i just notice it and be present with that and he says who's looking after you bro who's looking after you and i and i feel strongly that that's that's the the indication and the heartbeat of your organization you have one another's backs yeah oh, i have to i mean we're, we're, we're handling some pretty tough subjects on a daily basis and you know graham he mentions it all the time so i won't steal his joke but he calls me his work wife yeah. You know, he's got his wife at home and he's got he's got me there too and, and it's important you know debriefing is, is crucial when mm. we're talking about what we're talking about but um you know be relaying it back to you and you know understanding that you know if you're a natural giver which i i can feel like you are especially with your mahi in the past as well as natural givers you know it's so easy for us to give 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 mm. and have nothing left for ourselves mm. and i always say you know you've got to fill up your bucket first before you do that for others and oh, yeah. um you know that's how we can best impact the lives around us, positively impact those around us but yeah i mean what do you have in your life or who do you have in your in your life well i've got i've got, I've got good friends i've got mates Mate. Um, and I have people who check in on me, and I'm part of a mentor program that helps me to unload and and, and uh, refocus on that. That's important mm. for me. And I, and, and for me, I I I believe it's important to do what you love, and I can Absolutely. see that see that in your eyes, in Graham's eyes, doing what you love. And if you're doing what you love, it doesn't feel like work. And if it's not work, there's no hardship. And if it's not hardship, there's there's, there's minimal stress. Yep. We require some um, contrast, of course. Yes, yep. we aren't control, but but to be doing what we love, and most people are not. Mm -hmm. Most people are not, and without attempting to make anyone wrong, it's just that we we get up in the morning when we um, um, get in the treadmill of life, and we misplace the, the 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 ability to experience something else. And that's what I love about what you and Graham are providing. You're mm -hmm. providing something else outside of the grime, the stress, yep. and the and the. The perceived inability to express your feelings, especially as men, eh? Yep. Why? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And so, so brother, it's been an absolute honour to have you on the show. Thank I, you. I, me. Oh, mate, it's it, you, <laughs> you, you're easy. You're easy to love. <laughs> you're, you're easy to love. Uh, yeah. No, I'm really grateful for this opportunity, man. It's it's um wicked to be able to share share my story in, in a sense and 
um, you know, be able to connect with, with awesome people like yourself. And I do want to also brush on the fact that TCM, you know, leading the way in terms of what it means to support us, to support their people, you know, too often, you know, health and safety focuses on physical, physical health and safety, but I'm a huge believer that if we're looking after people's mental health, their physical health will be of more protection. Um, because if we're more concentrated at work, we can do our work more effectively and ultimately productivity comes as a result. TCM giving the, the option for you guys to listen into our corridor today to invite us along, but also importantly to have a, 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 a trained psychologist or counsellor uh, readily available to you guys to have that uh, confidential chat as well. And, and I think that's what it means to lead the way and that's what it means to show that you care about people is to give them options of people to talk to. Because you know, I'm not a counsellor, I'm not a psychologist and I don't pretend to be. Um, so sometimes people actually prefer to come up and talk to us because we have that lived experience Aye. without the qualification, whereas other people feel more comfortable going and talking to someone trained in, in that space of psychology. So, you know, I just wanted to make that a special shout out because that is how uh, this culture changes of what it means to look after their people and, oh. and hopefully other other organisations start to do the same. Oh, total call that, brother. Total call that. Thank you. Hey, Fano, you with Colours of the Heart. And if you haven't been told today, and you have, you are keyed for cure. Thank you for your time and your ears. If you are inspired and stimulated by what has been said, you can contact me at Mountaintop Life Coaching and look forward to hearing your feedback. If you haven't been told today, let me be the first. You are keyed for. Kia Imagine there's no heaven. This show was made at Access Radio Taranaki with help from New Zealand on air. To find more local content, go to www.accessradiotaranaki.com.